0: Welcome to Invest Stories, a podcast about real stories, real estate, and taking real action. Join hosts John Cooper and Kyle Robertson as they talk investing, mindset, and taking that first step. We all have a story. What's yours? The Investories Podcast.
1: Welcome to Wednesday Wins. We're talking all about the wins and successes and uh, failures in part of our, our guest today, but also actions you can take to get started on your journey or level up kind of where you're at in your investing journey. Uh, so we're super excited to bring you that that content. Don't forget to jump on social media and reach out to us, Pod, uh, on Instagram, on TikTok. Uh, we also have a YouTube channel link in the comments uh, below. And uh, yeah, you know. Um- very much. So. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, so I guess the in terms of that um, letting your best friend go. I mean that's kind of that's life lessons and and kind of um, gearing up kind of to be that that in that CEO role. Is that the plan to keep growing uh, the business in that in that way, keep kind of increasing volume?
0: Yeah, it is for sure. And there's so many learning lessons along the way and for me um, <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even ask him how he would do in certain situations. I was just like, that's my best friend. Of course, like anyone around me, like he's going to be awesome. Like we're friends. Like he's going to kick butt. He has the same drive, same initiative, same hunger that I have. Um, But yeah, we definitely, I'm definitely going to keep expanding. And um, rather than just thinking that I need to hire friends and family, we're going to bring people on. And which people should do from the start, we're actually going to vet them and ask questions and do the right research that's required to ensure that it's going to be a good employee and that I can help them be successful as well.
2: It's really easy to get sucked into the mindset, especially as somebody who has created a company where, you know, I. I used to, and I still do say, I just want to do cool shit with cool people. You know, that is my ultimate goal is just to do cool shit with cool people. And that can become a very slippery slope very quickly because I like a lot of people. (laughs) And so, but I know a lot of those people that I like would be awful, awful, awful in leadership roles. And uh, it's been quite a journey over the last 15 plus years trying to learn the difference between leadership and management. I have learned that I can lead. I cannot manage. I suck at managing. I would prefer to have somebody in as a partner, a.k.a. my wife, who's been that person for this long, who can manage things for me. You know, I get to be the visionary. She gets to be the, the implementer. You know, it's, there's, there's a really funny thing that happens with different business owners. And I think I think most any business that's new goes through this, but you have to have that, that moment of discovery. It's not definitely not a moment, that, that period of discovery, trying to figure out who you are because your business depends on it. And if you don't figure that out, you start hiring all the wrong people, and that will so quickly bring your, your business down. And we're not talking about just business, but real estate in general, because it's it's you know when you look at it, it's all the same thing. But um, I have another question, which uh, it, you know kind of leads into your business life versus personal life, because we we talked about nothing but business up to this point. Um, I'm curious how you do, you know, especially while you're building a business like this and trying to scale even larger. How do you separate? And do you have you know are you are you a good scheduler like John Hooper is over here? Are you more of a fly by the seat of your pants guy like myself? Uh, what do you what do you typically do?
0: Yeah, so uh, just kind of a, a day in the life, right? Of Kyle, like a classic day. Um, my mornings are very scheduled, from the sense of I get up early, I read, I kind of just. Really, just get my mind right. Like, not necessarily work, but I I read, I journal, and then I go work out. I come back. It's like, okay, I've got that out of the way, right? My mind's sharp. I got my workout in. I'm good to go. Um, And then from there, really, as far as like meetings, right? Like podcasting or like client meetings, things like that, obviously they're scheduled out. But every single day, I write down the top five things in like real tasks that are going to move me forward today only five and a lot of people will have a to-do list of 20 items 30 items not me i pick five serious items that are really going to inch me forward inch the business forward and i write them down and all i have to do for this day is get those five items done and at the top i put a w and circle it um andy for is actually the one if you guys have ever heard of him he's like big into this um but i utilize this man and i've been doing it for like two years so it keeps you, it not only keeps you consistent, it keeps you moving the needle, but it also helps you enjoy life because who can't get five things done every single day? I mean, everybody can. And I think sometimes people overwhelm themselves with entrepreneurship and business and tell themselves like, you know, you got people out there that push this grind, grind, grind life. And that's not me. I'm not the person I don't want to get to the end of my life and be like, yeah, Kyle, good job, dude. You grinded. Like, it's just not, I, that's not what I want to do. I want, um, I want some, I want to have a great relationship with my family, friends. I want to meet people. I want to help people, but I also want to create a business. Right. Um, and I think by doing that, you know, writing down three or five or seven things that you can accomplish in the day and just get them complete and then enjoy your life. And again, People are saying, well, Kyle, I have a job and I have five kids, and I know it's different for everybody. And I know those tasks and the level of those tasks might be different for everybody. But everybody could get up 10 minutes earlier and stretch. Everybody could read five minutes of a book before bed. Everybody could send an extra email. Like there's small things that everybody could do to inch them forward, regardless of their situation. Um, So for me, I like to think that I do a good job separating. Um, if my wife was here I'd bring her in and ask her and she might give you a different story but I think I do a pretty good job in general.
1: I think we could all uh, have that same conversation right Um, so what I'm really interested in especially at the moment and I've been watching a load of uh, like financial people's accounts being financially analyzed on on YouTube and kind of like crazy debt and all that kind of stuff you you said you know everyone can get up 10 minutes earlier or everyone can can take action right they can build their list and take that action and stop putting off today what they should be doing today and saying i'll do it tomorrow or i'm not going to sleep in i'm going to get up and work out why don't they i find that fascinating so um i think that's really interesting
0: why don't they kyle yeah i uh i think it's because their purpose and their interest are not directly aligned i think that they have kind of an overview of the day-to-day they're overwhelmed with too many things in the future and yeah i just think i think their direct interest where they want to go in life are not are not aligned with what they're actually going through in this current moment and i think life can get overwhelming it definitely can it can get overwhelming um and i think too many people let their emotions dictate what their actions do rather than their actions helping with their emotions and I just yeah, I mean, I can go on and on about just this kind of stuff, because it's just about like controlling your emotions, regardless of how you feel doing what's right. And when you can do that consistently, and, and a lot of people like I was talking to a, a girl, like three, three, four days ago, and she's like, Yeah, I started eating like healthier. And I feel incredible. I didn't even realize how crappy I felt like I didn't even know you could feel this good. And I think a lot of people don't know that like when you start winning days when you start uh, you know you let's say monday tuesday wednesday thursday you write down five things and you complete them every single day what happens you start building confidence and when you build confidence momentum happens when momentum happens you start actually building something and you can create this train that keeps rolling but i think just people get overwhelmed again they get overwhelmed by life and they think that the journey is too far for them to go and all we have to do All we have to do is take one step. That's all we ask one step and then two step and then three step. And we just keep going and going. And then pretty soon we have a result that we can be proud of. And I just think, uh, I just think in general, a lot of people just get overwhelmed. Yeah.
2: And and, gosh, we could talk about this forever. This is one of my favorite subjects um, because I was one of those people who was just waiting for life to happen to me Mm -hmm. instead of me making life happen for me, you know, that sort of thing. Um, And it's, I agree with you. I think people get overwhelmed, but I'll call them out the way that it is. I think people are really lazy. I I just do. I don't, I I feel like people get comfortable, not just overwhelmed, but I feel like they get comfortable and they say, okay, well, hey, you know, this is working. I'm not dead. I just woke up this morning. So I'm just going to keep doing this, you know? I'd add massively distracted sure, as well. Sure, yeah, and it's easy to put a lot of what doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, exactly. You get all the you know the shiny object syndrome, and, and all of a sudden that one thing that you're good at that could make you super freaking successful, all of a sudden you're like, oh, look at this over here, this is cool, you know, and then you, goodbye to that life because now you're just onto the next thing that's shiny, and that'll get. That'll get lackluster after a while too, so that's that's super frustrating. But you know, and, and uh, first of all, have you done seventy five hard? And you, you mentioned Andy Fursella. I yeah. have. Yeah, I just got done with that. What a yeah. nightmare! But it was but it was good. Yeah, dude, it's brutal. It, it's brutal. Yeah. But uh, it, anybody listening, go go check out Andy Forcella and his podcast. He's phenomenal. If you want anybody to make you feel like you're a piece of crap, that's the guy to listen to. Because then he makes you feel really good by giving you a whole bunch of really, really um, what's the word I'm looking for? He really lifts you up after that. But he'll he'll call you out like it's no nobody business, which is really kind of nice. I think in today's day and age, uh, Andy's a great guy, but I I have a buddy who's just a big, he's a big dude. He's huge, you know, and, and, but he's a good friend of mine and he checks all those boxes that we just talked about. And he would tell me, you know, I was like, yeah, man, well, you need to lose weight. I mean, it's just plain and simple. You need to lose weight and you'll see a lot of your problems, maybe not all of them, but a lot of your problems will start to melt away. And he's like, yeah, but my legs hurt. It's like, dude, your legs hurt because you're really fat, <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. I can talk to him this way because we've been best buddies since we were, you know, about three feet tall, so, uh, but the fact is, is it's like you get into these weird snowball effects and everything, you just feel like everything happens to you, and it's like you really do have control of these things, yes, there are certain health conditions and things that could limit you and sideline you, but there are always other ways to grow, it's not just physically, you know, you just got to get out there and take control of your life, so I'm off my soapbox now, that's all I got. <laughs> that's good. I liked it, Carl. I was waiting for a question. I, I don't know. I just like to hear myself talk. You know me, John. Come on.
1: No, I, I agree. I, do you know what? And funnily enough, I was asked the other day, are, are you going to get up and watch the coronation? I'm mm. a Brit. You are? And I was like, no, I'm going to get up and go for a run <laughs> and get a coffee and do real estate stuff. Nice. What does, I didn't get invited to the coronation. They didn't fly me into the palace to watch it. Check the so P.O. box. I'm sure what do, it was in there. What do know? I care? Maybe, actually. I didn't Dang check. It. Damn it. that's funny so i am i'm really fascinated with that and with the distraction you know just overhearing people's conversations have you had to like the other the other part of that is people kind of feeding in doubt right so oh i wouldn't do that because and they've never bought a single piece of real estate in their life have you had to tune that out as well the kind of um what do you say monday morning quarterbacks or the armchair pundits
0: for sure. Yeah. I mean, every, every, uh, every insecure person puts their insecurities on other people trying to achieve great things, right? Like, it's everywhere. And um, unfortunately, there's more of those people than there are people actually, and it's so sad, um, actually, like rooting for one another, right? Like, and the thing is, is, and I say that in the sense of like, what people see is the internet, right? Social media, what's on the news, and that's where it's showing people that there's more people doing less but if you go out in the world and you go to the places that you believe in whether it's the gym or local meetups most people and especially in real estate real estate's an amazing like really real real estate really we all kind of want each other to win and i don't know what it is about real estate but there's kind of this like interconnected family where um you know, someone gets a good deal and, and it gets me excited. I'm like, dude, that's awesome. Someone tells me they got a 12 unit or a 50 unit or just put a nice syndication together. I'm like, this is incredible. And the thing is, is and I think that is because the people that are in real estate know most people don't take action anyway. So I work with tons of my clients and I give them literally the blueprint exactly what I'm doing. And it's, it's worked for me, you know, 90 times now. And they say that the method doesn't work. And I'm like, it literally works. The difference is, is you don't want it to work because overcoming your fears is scarier than going to do that, going to do what actually needs to be done. Um, Yeah. And this, yeah, I know this is a real estate podcast, but I just love this like mindset stuff and really tapping into like why people don't live out their like most optimal self. And I just think there's so, it's just like, it's ruining things. It's, it's ruining what's, what's happening. And I think there, there's people that need to like stand up and just start saying the hard things. And especially in real estate, like going back to like how we're like all rooting for each other. Um, that's why I love real estate. And I I want to keep bringing people into this real estate world and, and having conversations with people. Cause it's, it really is a pretty uplifting, you know, uh, community, if you will.
1: Yeah. For me, it feels like a little secret club and you're kind of, for sure. You get on the guest list, you come in and everyone's welcoming and it's like, hey, come here. We've got something to tell you guys. Um, and funnily enough, you, you said that, Kyle, um, in terms of that that growth piece and that kind of um, the, the negative kind of validation as well. I was listening to a podcast yesterday and I can't remember which podcast it was, but they were saying about um, one of their mentoring students was actively really just trying to find a way for the system not to work and not the other way around because they didn't, they didn't want it to be that easy, or they didn't want that to be the answer. They wanted the answer to be luck, um, rather than sort of creation. So that's, that's super interesting. So yeah, and Carl, uh, we're, we're pretty on this, uh, on, on the mindset stuff, right? We talk about this quite a lot. So uh, that's awesome. I guess this is a, a mindset part two.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's good. It, just one quick other thing that I was just thinking about is, I think a lot of people, when it comes to, um, you know, people not taking that action, is that, People would rather they would rather create obstacles and say, "Oh, see, it didn't work." Back to my day job. Than be like, "Okay, let's not just put barricades and obstacles in front of us when they're not even there." And I think people create this like uh, the friction, almost, if you will, because they think that where they are today to where they want to go, there has to be this like miserable road that you have to go down, and it's just not the truth. Like There there will be hard times along the way, but we don't have to create them. We can try to mitigate them as much as we can. And that's where I think people just love going down a path and just saying, oh, you know, and people say it to me, like even my family, I'll tell them stories about real estate and they're like, yeah, that's why I don't want to get into it. And I'm like, yeah, that's why you're going to your job on Monday. It's like,
2: (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, it's really interesting because... I, I mean, I agree with you. I don't understand. Like, I think my biggest fear in the world right now—well, not my biggest, but a, a big fear of mine—is having to go back to a W two. I just, I'm not an employee. I'm just not. And there's so many, so many other ways to make money in this world. We talked about this a hundred times on here too, John. We're we're a business podcast now, aren't we, John? I mean, it's just how. I mean, I'd say we spend probably fifty percent of the yeah. time talking about business in general. And mindset, mindset business and real, real estate. estate just happens to be how we get all you guys on here is you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but it, it works out that way so I'm totally I'm totally fine with that and you know uh, we're speaking of real estate we're trying to be mindful of your time I'd, I'd like to hear more about your story and kind of where you're at and where you're going um, so I think so far we're up to a handful of units so uh, I guess maybe pick up the story there and kind of shoot us through to present day and then we'll talk about what you got going on and what's in the future for you
0: Yeah. So kind of fast forwarding to like what I was talking about when I was doing the 20% down in capital and kind of bankrolling, things like that. So um, we're in about three different markets right now. And this started about a year ago. Um, We were at 30 units end of 2021. And in 2021, we were about like, yeah, like 30 units, just shy of 30 units. And we were at one acquisition manager. And then we kind of said, okay, well, let's open, open up another location uh all in wisconsin right now we've got some properties in michigan but for the most part we're buying we're buying all in uh wisconsin and we were like okay well we have we know that all deal flow comes to me i underwrite i offer we can get acquisition manager to go find the properties we can hire specialists to be boots on the ground and we can underwrite all of this so for for me it's a very scalable process and i hope at some point to bring someone in so i don't have to keep putting in the offers but again we'll, we'll take it'll take time um but all it is is adding location adding an acquisition person a project manager or a property manager and that's really our business we can put that in the locations we can um, depending in, in wisconsin we have enough either hard money private lenders or just my own personal capital role. Um, where we can really fund in our three locations, two to three deals a month uh, with that small team. And we can build that team in our underwriting process. And ultimately that's what brought us to today. We're sitting um, right now. We're about like 73 units and we're just right now. We're just trading. Actually, we're getting rid of some bad eggs, bringing in some good ones. Um, So we'll probably end the year. I don't know, 85 to a hundred units. So really not adding a tons this year, but uh, the way we scaled, we were buying everything. So along the way we plucked up some bad ones and we're trying to like clean them up and move them. Um, so just doing some plugging and pulling, um, right now. And that's kind of how we foresee our year playing out is in that 85 to a hundred ballpark.
2: You and I have the same door count right now. That's interesting. I'm, I'm also at 73 units. Um, nice. Congrats, man. You. you too. And, uh, I'm, I'm curious with the change in, in market conditions, Has that changed your acquisition criteria or just your underwriting both? Have you slowed down? Are you speeding up? Are you finding deals that have become good because of this interest rate environment? What's happening today?
0: Yeah, so what I'm seeing here in my market is, one, properties are sitting for longer. Prices honestly aren't too, they really haven't changed too, too much. Maybe softened a little bit. Um, obviously with the interest rate hike, your margins need to be smaller, which I have a good strategy there that I'll get into in a second. Um, so we've ex- one we've accepted a smaller margin. W- days on market are bigger. Um, you know properties are sitting for 30 to 60 days. Therefore that gives us leverage. But your sellers have no other choice. So we offer lower than we normally would to hope mitigate some of that margin, um, make up some of that margin uh where let's say we bought a single family home we were cash flowing 300 today we might only be at uh, 200 but if we can offer um if we can lower that purchase price then obviously we don't have to take out as large of a loan when we do a cash out refinance which helps with our rent um so that's one thing that we've uh been looking at um but yeah man in general like prices aren't that crazy of a different a little a bit of a softening days on market are bigger Interest rates haven't really affected rents that much here. Maybe again, a little softening. Um, but my game plan, and I think I don't think people are talking about this enough, is we're still buying and we're buying to hold in plans for five, seven, ten years when these interest rates drop. And what our plan is let's say we go on a 30 year note today. In 10 years, we have just paid down 10 years of that principal. So let's say. And again, I don't know exactly what the principal would be at for ten years, but let's say it goes from a hundred thousand dollar loan. Now it's at seventy thousand dollars, and I can go from doing a rate term refinance at seven percent to four percent. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to refinance the rate, so I'll improve my cash flow. I'm going to refinance at the current debt amount. So rather than a hundred thousand, it'll be that seventy thousand or eighty thousand, whatever my principal loan amount is left. And then we're also going to keep the same amortization schedule. So rather than a 30-year, we're going to do a 20-year. So in many different ways, we've increased our cash flow. Um, and obviously, in 10 years, we would think rents go up. Um, so that's kind of our strategy. We're still buying. We're okay with interest rates. We plan on adjusting these interest rates as time goes. Um, and we're okay accepting a smaller margin today.
1: Amazing. That's There you go. The strategy laid out in full. Um, I want to be mindful of your time as Kyle said um, we really appreciate how much content you've bought um, both in the mindset and in the the strategy and kind of game plan stuff Um, it's it's super interesting to get those conversations started and then just hear the kind of the gold uh, and follow that that thread and I know that the these are the kind of things our listeners really enjoy and really um, value because there's there's just so much um so much value and so much kind of, Hey, I've been there, I've done it. I've, I've fought through the lessons and here's the kind of pot of gold at the end of it. Uh, so we, we really do appreciate, uh, appreciate that. How can people get in touch with you, work with you? Um, that kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Best place would be probably my Instagram, which is KJ underscore root. Um, yeah, pretty simple KJ underscore root Go Follow me, send me a DM. Um, yeah, I do some coaching. So if you're interested in getting some help, I help people buy their, you know, one to four families. I'm a person and I think there's a lot of coaches out there that are looking for a buck. You know, they're, they're looking to sell a course. They're looking to take money. Um, for me, my niche is buying one to four families. We do it at volume. Um, we create systems within it. Um, obviously, I've shared tons of my failures on here. So I've been through a few things that hopefully I can help mitigate. But yeah, man, Instagram is the best place to get a hold of me, um, and we'll go from there.
1: We'll, we'll put the link in the bio. It's KJ Root, right? KJ. We could have un- called you KJ.
0: Yeah, KJ underscore Root.
1: There we go. Kyle, thank you so much um, for your for your content today and for the for the wise words. Uh, I got a lot out of it. Um, certainly from the business perspective as well. It's um, real food for thought. Yeah, no, Mr. I Mister Robertson. It. Anything else from me,
2: Kyle? I appreciate you, man. That was really good stuff. Yeah, thanks, guys.
1: You said nothing, Kyle. That's uh,
2: (laughs) that's terrible. (laughs) That never happens.
1: Kyle, thank you so much. We really do appreciate it, and uh, we'll be
0: back next week. Thank you for listening to the Investories Podcast. We all have a story. What's yours? The Investories Podcast.